Yo, what's up? It's Douglas Jessup, a social justice advocate. Um, I've been part of ACLU reports. I've been part of, uh, I was part of the criminal reform youth youth justice reimagined uh, work group. It was a proposal that was put together over about like nine months, uh, accepted unanimously by uh, Los Angeles Board of Supervisors, and then just recently I was accepted by MIT to create a sh- infrastructure uh, that changes the nation. So. Which is a which is a pretty big deal. I mean, it's MIT, man. So last time I was talking about in these podcasts, I'm gonna, you know what I mean. I'm I'm simply simply just gonna share what my experience has been. You know, I live in Los Angeles, uh, and you know, and all of this corruption and shit that I've been getting going through is through arguably one of the most contentious. And manipulative times this country has ever faced. And the reason I actually, in some degree too, I wouldn't even say arguably, I just, I would say it simply is because you, you look at all the other times in history where we faced some type of dictator, we faced some type of flat out corruption. You know, you look back at the time of Hitler or even the Confederate war, you know, they didn't have the resources that they do now. You know, like the resources that they do now that are now readily available for people that have money. Um, and it would be the, 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 the real, the, the most elite, though. It wouldn't be like, well, I guess it, it really, it could depend. But they don't have the resources that they do now as they did back then, like predictive policing. You know, like the internet, you know, like uh, just being able to connect and ping with satellites the way that they do now where they can just zone in on a person, you know, and then they got you. After my experience, I, I know for a fact now, after my experience that there really isn't anything that happens in this country, or at least in California, that isn't aware, people aren't aware of. There may be things that come up out of the blue and leaves people confused a little bit, you know, but without as much hacking that goes on into this into this 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 state there isn't anything there just isn't so like because they can just hack they don't just they do they have the you know what i mean the state has that type of you know they have that type of reach you know they can they can go right to your phone you know, they can upload their own update on your phone and it could be a, an update that makes your phone the cloned phone. And then they have access to your phone. So it's like a double phone and they can and they do that. And I know that because I've experienced it and I continue to experience it, you know, and it's like, how am I aware of it? It's just like you, you turn on your phone and then all of a sudden an update gets downloaded onto your phone and you can't stop it. Like if you go try to cancel the update and won't it won't cancel. And then it just puts it on. And then if you try to get in touch with customer service, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're not gonna respond to that. You know, like like I've just recently did it with my iPhone, where it was just like an update was forced onto my phone, and then it took out all the other updates, and now I can't. You know what I mean? Like now, so that's just part of the territory. You know of of what I go through on a daily basis. So like with me though, the thing with me, man. You know, since prison, and it was the same. 
It was like this when I was in prison too. But the difference is, well, there really is no difference for me per se. In prison, it was just like, you know, when I was in dorms and stuff, people were going through all of my stuff, you know, because they're trying to find a way to smear my name. So it's just like, um, how can we smear this guy's name? And with me, it's like, I live such a reputable life. You know what I mean? That there, you, you could watch me 24-7 and you're going to see that I'm, a, I'm a, actually just a reputable, reputable guy, a reputable individual, you know, and I'm just not grimy like that. So there's so much, it's just a better way to live. The only time people could really like say anything to me is if I'm drinking, right? And, uh, you know, I've had my bouts with, with drinking just as much as I've had my bouts with depression. And it's like my bouts with drinking typically comes in the form of me having a bout of depression. You know, like I'll be going through some form of depression and rather than, you know, just going through that depression, I would, I would drink and then I would kick a start a whole nother thing. But even in that time frame, I haven't done anything that would have warranted me to be thrown in prison unlawfully. Now, as an individual, you know, that was thrown in prison unlawfully and erroneously profiled, it's different to be erroneously profiled because erroneously profiled means that they profiled you so, they just profiled you wrong, right? So it's like, and it's not like it literally is. It's so like in my case, it's like here's a guy that is, you know, comes out of the gutters, is a good hearted dude, like, you know, has had a rough life, um, has done everything he possibly can to make himself better from it and has been succeeding in ways. And then all of a sudden some, you know, corrupt government comes in, even though they didn't do anything to help get me through those rougher moments and tougher times of why I have the character that I have now, which is the evidence of everything I've come through and 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 the direction I've been heading in my entire life. Even though they didn't do anything for that, from the times of, you know, when I was younger getting beaten unconscious or just the, you know, the, the abuse that I faced and, you know, the counseling that I've been going through since I was 14 because of it, which is a blessing, you know, um, and not even just the abuse I experienced, which is hardcore, but the experience, the abuse I experienced as a whole, you know, like, you know, even though the government wasn't there for me, these people that I'm dealing with now, they wasn't there with me in those moments that I, I've become this individual that I am now, you know, where like you could readily see like, oh, well, that's why this guy is like this. He has every reason to live the way that he lives because look at the shit that he's been through. Who would want to repeat that or duplicate that? Rather than dealing with that, um, you know, I have corrupt entities that are that are steadily trying to rip that from me. You know, and uh you know, and it's it's not the same, you know, like it's not the same as somebody just being oh he's just being late. It's not the same. We're not talking about me just not we're talking about a genuine interference that is coming from the very top. You know what I mean? So like with me when I first started like fighting back and I started noticing it, this happened in two thousand sixteen. Like the second time happened in two thousand sixteen and that's when I mean, a particular individual was put into office. And ironically, at that very time he was put into office, all the people that did this to me got promoted. So it's been kept hush-hush after, you know, and I think that's where a lot of people are afraid of. So, like, with me, man, like, being thrown into the prison like that, which is pretty, well, there's no way around it. That would that was a politically influenced um, decision of why they threw me in, in, in prison, you know, with the erroneous profile. You know what I mean? That was a politically influenced, you know, and then, you know, for me, discovering that 
you know, while I was incarcerated was was huge, man. It's oh gosh, I you think about that, man. You know, I just I just faced, you know, the realization of you know, of of my entire life was just is was ripped from me. Well, you know what I mean? Like they just and, and then they bullshitted about me. And these are people I've never fucking met in my life. I don't know who they are. They haven't contributed towards my, my progress anyway whatsoever. And yet here they are pulling authority over me like that because it benefits them. Like that's some fucking psychotic shit. You know, so you know, like so man, when I was in prison it wasn't you know, and I was fighting inside of prison, that wasn't a difficult experience to be like, you know, that, you know, these guys are lying. It, well, that wasn't hard to do. The hardest part was to find the profile, you know what I mean? But then again, the profile wasn't very hard because I come from a family that talks about, like, I'm Samoan, you know what I mean? And the way our culture is, is we talk a lot of shit about each other, man. You know what I mean? And, and the majority of the time, it's not serious. You know, like, we, we just talk shit, just, I don't, that's just part of, it's just part of what it is, you know, um, you know, people make jokes out of, out of serious situations a lot of the times because it's the way that they learn how to, do, it's the way that we learn how to deal with it, um, when I was younger, I mean, I was a full-on bully, so, I mean, bullying comes in, comes in my culture, um, you know, that's some of the negative things, but there's also positives, you know, so it's just been, man, it's been, I've definitely have an ex- have had an experience, you know. Uh, so, anyways, where I'm going with that, when I was erroneously profiled, I could only imagine, you know what I'm saying, like what was being what was being set up against me and what I was, you know, how they were preparing it for me, you know. And uh, I just, I honestly, it wasn't it wasn't hard, you know. After I read like the the cases and like other cases, but then I read mine. Um, I read what they actually put in mind. I was like, oh, wow, they fucking really bullshitted. You know what I mean? They, they they really bullshitted. They started using a whole bunch of shit that had no type of investigation into it whatsoever and just ran with it. You know, so what does that mean? Like, you imagine you take your regular individual and it runs into people that don't like them. Or some people that not even may not even don't like them, but just think something funny or whatever. And then imagine if people ran with just with that and that alone. It was like really that gravely different you know from my reality so fighting like fighting back fighting the system back was was definitely difficult in that in, in that regard as far as like man that is talk about disrespect man talk about having no type of human decency whatsoever and this wasn't coming from a machine you know it was coming from people you know and the position like doesn't change the fact that it's still just people making these decisions, you know, there, and, you know, I've noticed this, you know, what happens is when somebody is doing something stupid, like really like conniving or scandalous, what they do is they convince themselves that you are a horrible person and they do that so they can then like deal with the, you know, the, the remorse that comes with, you know, just screwing over somebody, you know, just screwing somebody over, you know, and that's why they a lot of people, especially in Los Angeles, talk about you know you need to be have thick skin in here. Just, you have you have thick skin because they're gonna screw you over. They're gonna continue to screw you over. You know, and uh, you know, and then and I guess in ways you just gotta deal with it and you gotta kind of get through it and then just hopefully, you know, the best comes out of it. And I think that's, you know, I, I mean, to be honest, I think that's such an outdated way, outdated social structure. You know what I mean? I think that. 
you know, that just comes off of people being sociopaths and cultivating a more sociopathic behavior. You know, so, man, so, I've definitely have a journey. What I was talking, what I wanted to also touch on, though, is some of these tactics, like the different things that I deal with. You know, I deal with, and here's another one, it's like you deal with things that are literally trying to play with your head. Like, that's all it is. Like, and it's very petty things over and over and over again. But the effect is to get the person to challenge their own sanity. So they're like, you know what I mean? So... So if they get the person to challenge their own sanity, now that person is in a discomfort, in a, in a imbalanced state of mind. So then you can kind of push the individual whichever way you want them to want to push them. You know, and it's like, well, I can say this and I can say this. With me, it's been to take away the truth of my story. You have to take away the truth of my character. You have to take away my integrity. And that's why my integrity and the truth of my character is attacked. And it's like it's never really attacked in person. You know what I mean? Because there's nothing you can say about it. It's like, yo, you can see, like, you know, this individual, he is what he talks about. Like, he lives the way that he lives, and there's no way around that. He just simply is. But, like, behind my back, where nobody challenges it, you can create a monster. And that's honestly how these things are cultivated, you know? In the scriptures, um, in, the, in the scriptures, it talks about, you know, secret combinations, it's like what is secret combinations and and it says not just secret combinations but secret combinations empowered by the devil in our modern day society what that would actually refer to as secret societies i don't think anybody's confused on secret societies actually being a real thing i think you would have to you know i think the but the part the greater part i think that is more conspiracy filled and and more like kind of myth, mythological you know, is, uh, you know, the, the secret society that is empowered by the devil, meaning like they run strictly off of the, the, they run strictly off of demonic principles and, and demonic principles would be to, like, I, I spoke to an individual that said that he dove into that territory and, uh, and he kind of explained to me some of the principles. He was just like, yeah, he's like pretty much some of the things we do is that, or majority of it is if it's a very serious situation, we're going to make a joke out of it. Like, but, you know, like, it's a little bit different than, like, I was talking about with the, you know, the Polynesian culture is a lot of times people make jokes out of serious situations just so you can deal with it and make it enlighten to the mood of the collective. That's majority of the time with the Polynesian culture. Like, that's kind of the intent. Some people take it overboard. Absolutely. But the, the demonic secret society would do something, would do exactly that it would be similar to that but their in, entire intent is to get that person to go crazy it, it would get that person to it would be to break that not only break the spirit of the individual but it would be to break their mind um, and as they break their mind then you can you know you have control over the individual now when I was younger I did I mean you know, a lot of the shit that I know now, and this is why people, you know, all the different tactics that come my way, it's, it ends up failing, is because I, everything I speak on is lived experience. It's it's a lot different than, so the saying is that when push comes to shove, you want to ask the experience, not the learned. The learned is people that just read it from a book, and they understand the methods and stuff like that, and they could probably even recite it back to you verbatim. But the experiences of the people that actually been through it and they've actually lived through the experiences so they understand it with an inherent knowledge, holding now holding an inherent knowledge 
of solutions. So all my life, I've been dealing with the extremes of being in the hood, the extremes of having people disregard your statements, the extremes of having people ostracize you, all of that, you know, and in a and, and crazy way, it kind of prepared me for everything that I'm going through right now, you know, and and in my situation, I'm very aware, you know, that I, I caught the attention of the, of the, of the highest, of the most elite, but at the same time, I really don't care. I just don't. I just, I stay aware. Yeah, I definitely stay aware of what is actually occurring in my life. And, uh, Yeah, I stay aware of what's occurring in my life and I play accordingly. You know, it's just, it's simple as this. And here's another cool part about the scriptures. You know, and, and when I was younger, I used to read this. It never made sense how something like that would, how something as simple as that would actually, you know, keep you, you know, keep you in that prosperous lane of, in that lane of prosperity. And for me, what it is, it's the simple thing of saying, um, you know, the scripture, Jesus Christ, he says that, you know, follow my commandments and I will hold you up where nothing can touch you. That has been the story of my life for at least the last five years. That has that right there has been the story of my life. You know, it's like as I've leaned on the Lord and I followed his commandments, everything and I'm, I really do mean everything has been thrown at me. You know, and I and I still continuously go through it. I don't comment on the stuff when I'm recognizing something is happening, you know, but I still I just deal with it accordingly. You know what I mean? And for me, it's it's a simple thing. It's like, what is the simple thing? The simple thing is I'm an innocent man that overcame the system. And now, just like the Hunger Games, there you know there are people that are in charge that have really have became psychotic, and nobody is really has the balls enough to check them. You know, and then how they how they pay off people so they can just let go of the psychosis and turn the other way is by giving them privileges. You know, and, and here's one thing. I used to say this all the time. I've never been a pimp before, but doesn't mean I'm not aware with the tactics of it. Um, so pretty much if a pimp wants to break a hoe, how the pimp, how the pimp breaks the hoe, he's break, he breaks her spirit and her mind. How do you do that? You take away what's rightfully hers and you beat her while doing it. So then when she finally gives in, she gives up and now she is completely malleable to you. Because she just wants what's rightfully hers, but you're aware of what it is, so you pull it from her. And as you take away from that from her what is rightfully hers, you don't give it back to her, you know. And then you keep on beating her when she does do it. So when she does reach for what's hers, you beat her. And then you, it happens again, and you beat her. And the next thing you know, she's malleable. And then until she does what you want her to do, then you give it back to her. And now you've broken the hell out of that out of that woman, and she's your hoe. I've I've been um. You know, I come from the hood, man. You know, I, I definitely come from the hoods. And, uh, you know, so there's a lot of different ways of how I would have become familiar with that method. But it's the same thing that the corruption does. You know, and I noticed that, like, I noticed that when I was uh, incarcerated unlawfully, I noticed that same tactic was being pulled on me. I was like, oh, shit, this is the same thing that's happening to me, which rightfully mine is my voice. That's un inalienable, right? That's the right, but it's like, okay, if you want to take a person's voice, you know, 
but it's illegal, so you can't shut them up. What can we do? And this day and age, and it's been happening, it's been happening through authoritative suppression, meaning that they're pulling the highest cards to suppress my voice. So if I release anything, it goes nowhere. And I mean it goes nowhere because they have an authority. So they can check into SoundCloud, they can check into Spotify, they can they can check into whatever is doing business in America and be like, suppress that individual. He's a, he's a threat to society. Then they have to do it. So your music ain't going nowhere. It don't matter what the fuck you're doing. It doesn't matter, like... And it just completely stops there. So, like... So, it's like, okay, well, there's one way of suppressing his voice. But then how do you take it away from him when it's the truth, right? Then the other way of doing that would simply be like, okay, well, if we can suppress his voice, now we got to take away his character. We have to smear his name. We have to smear his name so people won't listen to who he is as an individual. Because now they're going to be like, oh, no, he's just making it up. He's crazy. Now, in in face, right... Face-to-face, -face, people can't do that, right? Because I'm there to challenge whatever they're saying. So if they say some bullshit about me, I can completely be like, you're full of shit, man. I can say that. But when I'm not there, they can. And that's where it happens. So in the scriptures, it talks about the deeper, deep and divers things and stuff. These are like more mysteries of heaven, so to speak. But like... um out of the way that's where they can create this this complex they can create this monster they can conjure whatever they want to conjure in their head and right now for me the only thing i need to do is watch the freaking news see which direction it's heading and then i'm pretty sure that it's heading in that type of direction and then i can monitor i can analyze what's happening in my life and see if it connects because sometimes it doesn't connect right so but once it does connect i'm like oh yeah but and see, again, in my life, I've gone through this over and over and over and over and over and over again. I have literally mastered it. You know, and what have I mastered? Not being sabotaged and espionage, surviving the, the corruption that is thrown at a person. It doesn't matter what methods they use because it's the same or what resources they use because it's the same method. The same thing. Take away the person's sanity by, by destroying his character. Destroy his character by stirring up rumors. Fan the rumors rather than the person. So then the rooms, rumors grow bigger than the person. So when push comes to shove, they're looking at this gigantic rumor and nobody's not, not looking at the person. These are really evil tactics that are, are, that are just done over and over and over and over again. You know, um, I've said this a lot, you know, and I continue to say it. You know, I'm just, I'm a flat out not... Uh, well, I was, we've had a lot of corruption. I'll just say that. We've had a lot, a lot, a lot of corruption. So with me being aware of this, right, me surviving that, this is another reason why, like, on the back, like, another rumor that was has been stirred about me was the fact that people were saying I was a secret agent, you know, and um reason why they're saying I was a secret agent is because I kept seeing this shit happening over and over and I kept defeating it. I kept, you know, when they people say it's chestnut checkers, well, I'm, I'm, I'm a grandmaster at that shit. You know what I mean? So it's like at this shit right here, it's like, you can't beat me in this, you know. And and what do I mean by that? By me defending my life, like you're you're not gonna do, you you're not. That's just simply what it is. And I think that people that have this hardcore sense of control, they really want to control everything. And and the only, and that's not only like on paper, it's like oh well, people want to control so they can protect the country, or they want to protect the world. Nah, but like when it gets down to people wanting to control because it's their ego, that there's a massive problem there, you know. So I, I see that all of these movements because there's a lot of people that really do thoroughly believe that racism 
in in itself racism in its entirety the way that is being put out there is a ploy there's a lot of people that believe that that's why there's so much people pushing back you know and it's like you know what i mean but you also gotta like so for me to accurately assess that I understand that racism is real, but I say that specifically in pipeline states. Racism is not real in every other state. That's just that's the truth. There is no systemic oppression in in certain smaller states. There just is none. You know what I mean? And and that's the truth of it. But in states like pipeline states, more more corporate states, yeah, it's very real. You know, and it's not just racism. It's literally discrimination up and down the board. So it's just like we're going to discriminate against this person just because um, with the blacks, we're going to discriminate them because of this. You know what I mean? And, you know, we can go down, you know, because there's a lot of people that have spoken about this. I think one of the most video recent videos I've seen was from Crazy Bone from Bone Thugs and Harmony, where he was talking about the, you know, the 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 secret message that was put together, you know, to, to enslave the people rather than liberate their voice, you know, and it was, it was a bunch of, you know, high people in the music industry at that point coming together with a bunch of, you know, it would have been bankers, pretty much, it would have been like people that own the banks, and they came together, and then, you know, more than likely, I'm sure they would have had like, captains, sheriff, you know, like they would have had that type of, you know, it would have been everybody that was involved in it. It would have been everybody that had some type of authority position in society. And, you know, and then they conjured this this whole vibe of the only type of hip-hop we're going to impress, the only type of hip-hop we're going to have is the one that gets people to kill themselves. We're only going to use that, and it's going to enslave the people, and then it's going to go to the mass incarceration system. Now we can continue to racially profile people, throw people away, and then keep them in there. Now, see, look, if I didn't, that's, that's like, that's crazy, right? And But you, you can see that video, like, Crazy Bone really is. You can see he's really disturbed by it when he's speaking about it because it's it's really dis it's con it dis it's concerning, you know. It's just like damn, who are the idiots that said that said okay to that shit? Like who's the fucking dumbasses that really went oh yeah you know what that's a great idea, you know? And like it's like you see that and anybody that has half of a brain would be able to see, you know, because it was like a lot of hip a lot of the fans that hip hop cultivated at, like early when i was like and starting into fell off a lot of hip-hop fans fell off and the reason why they fell off is because they hated what the music was talking about you know like it first started with a bunch of hip-hop heads do you know what i mean a whole bunch of like krs1 it just talked about empowerment it talked about people living their lives as is and then it became specifically about one fucking thing and it came became specifically about killing people about robbing people about you know non-stop just that and that alone that's all it came about you know and then before i came back into the picture and why i say that when i say i came back into the picture i was incarcerated you know i already had a manager that worked for a reputable or was one of the most established firmly established um companies uh record labels but like freaking you know when i came into the picture you know what i mean at that moment in uh what 2018 like there was a lot of you know, everybody was really turned up, you know, well, not necessarily turned up. It was just like, yo, there's a lot of washed out kings, you know, there just was no respect between the younger generation and older generation. Now it seems that there seems to be more of a merger, but it still doesn't change that the ideology still is shaping out to be the same fucking thing. 
It's just like, well, what is the same thing? I mean, like an egotistical mind saying I'm better than you simply because I exist and I don't want to acknowledge you. That's not better than you. A better than you is somebody that is actually aware of the shit that's fucking happening. And it can honestly be like, no, this person got it like got it like that. Being better than you, like if you think you're better than somebody, that means that you would have more well-roundedness you would have more stability you wouldn't be fragile to truth you wouldn't be running away from truth you wouldn't be stirring shit up about people like you know what i mean that it doesn't matter how high you are in this social ladder or stratosphere or whatever like if that's your mentality and that's what you're doing you really need to check yourself because the people around you will be fucking miserable you know and it's like so um again that's a tangent but like you know, so for me, man, being, you know, pretty much a target, like a target of the system, you know, like living my life through this, you know, I'm I'm very aware of all the discrimination that happens to me just recently, you know, and I won't say any, like I, I caught on to something. I was just like, well, I think that person, I think these specific individuals just pulled that plug from me. And what I mean by that, pulled that plug from me is because I was, you know, like, you know, in my journey. And by myself, because it, I had, I've had a little help, man, you know, and, and bouncing back from being unlawfully incarcerated, being homeless, you know, and it's been by sheer, you know, being blessed, living with Jesus Christ, being gifted and talented, being wise, smart, and having followed the commandments, I've turned into this individual and all that, like, just keeps going forward and, you know, um, continues just to move along the path, man, but you know, I've, I've, uh, this is definitely, man, it's definitely been a journey. It's definitely been a journey, you know? So with me, oh, being, like I was saying, like, I'm always aware of it. You know, I'm always aware of the political science of illusion. Right. I think I'm actually going to title like my podcast is titled something else. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change the title of it, but what I mean by the political science of illusion is that there's a political science to the illusion that is pulled over everybody's eyes. And it's like, for one, when you're incarcerated, I've spoken on this briefly, but when you're incarcerated for population control, what they do is they separate you into different races, you know, and it doesn't matter, you know, if you bang with the person or not, they separate you. So then that creates its own gang, right? Um, and that was another mix-up that was happening with me but again it was the cards trying to press it so they can avoid the fact that i'm a person of color right so they're just like that they were doing all of this again to another person of color but with me in my case they were trying to say that i was a white supremacist so if i kick it with any white person they are labeling me and that white person as an extremist immediately that's what they're doing so it's just like because the system was doing that because they wanted to literally take it take away from the fact that i'm a person of color that they just fucked over entirely and then not only that but i'm a person person of color that's smarter than their than their smartest freaking than their most smartest people out there they're whatever like i'm smarter than them you know what i mean and i'm wiser than them and it's not necessarily gonna be honest like yeah yeah some of like it's a mixture of natural natural aptitude it's a mixture of natural natural capacity with my experience and and like the the experience is the part that sets me apart I, sets me apart because you can't buy that you can't read that in a book there's a certain thing that you can't teach leaders you can't teach people the the show x factor was kind of centered around that where it was like we need to find the person with the x factor and what is that x factor that x factor is that shine that anointing that comes from a person's life 
And that shine and that anointing that comes from a person's life is the thing that connects to human souls that brings them together. There's been multiple individuals in that capacity, and I am simply one of them. Simply just what it is. There's, You can't buy that. You can't buddy up with somebody to get that type of anointing. That anointing has to come on from come from on high. And the way that with my personal relationship with Jesus Christ, he doesn't give that to you because he thinks you're the coolest. Nor does he give that to you because he thinks you're the worst either. No, he gives that to you because it's necessary. He gives it to you because it benefits the people around you. And he knows that you have the heart that will bless the other people regardless of what you're going through. In my life, if anybody has ever seen me and really got to know me, they would see I've been nothing but that. Now, in this day and age, that pisses off a lot of people. Why? Because for whatever reason, people have made that image where they say the good guy ends up last, which is very true. Very, very, very true. Um, but there's a system to why the good guy ends up last, because a lot of people hide the shit that they do. A lot of people have built the corporate structure off of... Um, off of being conniving to one another, you know, and I think what's happening now is as you're having heroic figures really come through this uh, this thing of life and society, like you find people that are in, inspired and other people that absolutely hate it, and the ones that hate it is because they have something to hide and they are hiding something. So every time this person's coming through it, it's a it's a stab to their insecurity. You know, like with me, like I have to listen to people because like in my, so in my case, I attempted suicide, but then I used knives so the police would shoot me because it would give them incentive to shoot me. Right. If I just walked out there, I was like, what are they going to do? You know what I mean? I was like, I want them to, you know, I, I was really mentally like gone, you know, and I was just like, I don't want them. I, I want them to take me out, you know, so I took knives. So then what I, what I deal with. Right. And this has happened everywhere. I, I deal with people that try to use that part against me. Like they'll always make they'll make comments towards the stabbing effect. Like, hey, take a stab at this, stab this, stab, you know, and they'll do it. And it happened just recently in one of in the, one of the places that I work at or I work while I was interning at. So um, and I brought that up and they kind of well, I always get the benefit of the doubt. I, I should have just left it at is as is. But. You know, they started doing that. And then I also had another person that I was talking about, like, I'm holding, like, and this was crazy because this person was supposed to be my sponsor. And this person was saying that I was holding people hostage, you know, so it's like people like that, you know, they start saying shit like that to me. And it's just like, yo, you're not, are you, like, first off, you are really fucking nervy, you know, and second off, you, like, it, 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 you're like telling on yourself at this point. You know, so like with me, it, it always boils down to being aware of it and then knowing my worth. Did I attempt suicide? Yeah, absolutely. Did I attempt suicide by police? Absolutely. Fucking lutely. Was my dad assaulted in that? That's what that was. That's what was reported. You know, but was my mom there? Fuck no, she wasn't there. You know what I mean? Was I intentionally trying to like kill my dad? Fuck no. You know, so like when you when you break that down. And you look at it just for as is, you know what I mean? That's that that right there is the reason why they had to create a profile. Because that right there vindicates me. It's like, okay, well, this guy isn't guilty, man. Were there reasons were there were there reasons why I wanted to attempt I went to attempt suicide? You bet your fucking ass. And those reasons that I attempted suicide would fucking cripple people. It's crazy for me, and then this is where I have to keep my pride and ego in check. When I hear people complain about the problems that they have. Like, I hear people complain about shit, about some of the dumbest fucking things. Oh, well, man, you know, like, especially with this envy and jealous type of shit. I'm like, dude, you're being such, 
literally, I'm, when I see that, my mind's typically like, bro, you're being a fucking bitch. You know what I mean? You're being a little coward. You're being a sissy, man. Like, how the hell are you, like, you letting somebody that has nothing to do with you bother you that much where now you want to go after them because you think it's them. They're the problem. They're the problem for your insecurity. That's not, and they don't even associate with you. You know, that is such a backwards freaking mindset that needs to be addressed. Not just in my situation, I think as a whole, I think society in itself can do deal with that so much more better than it has. You know, just deal with it, man. Like there's 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 so much that we can learn from each other if we got out of those stupid insecurities and this false tradition of society that we have built over the last 60 years. And so the whole like systemic oppression, systemic racism shit is real. You know, but look at what it's done. Look at what the capitalism has done now. Right. The other part is that the other argument to that, you know, because you have people saying like, because where we're at in life with the destruction really is because of capitalism. It absolutely is. And then the inequalities have been created off of the capitalism. So the capitalists can save their capital. So they do all these different special things. So people can't freaking get gain any capital. You know, like if you have somebody needing a loan and freaking. In the, in, in the hoods and stuff, the banks will only approve them if they have a certain amount of credit. But what if that person doesn't have that credit? What if they're barely starting? Then they have these programs. But then it's just like, well, what if they don't qualify a program? Then they need to co-sign it. Well, what if they don't have a fucking co-signer? Because everybody around them has shit credit. And that's, you know, it's, it's things like that that keeps people, like, literally in the same thing. Here's one thing I know about, like, in Los Angeles. And this is starting to become a bigger topic as time goes, is that... People have been pushed out, pushed out, pushed out, pushed out, pushed out. And, and a lot of people do recognize that that's happening again. It's like, you know, and then I remember I was thinking about this and I was just kind of just mentally going over this. And I actually, I, I may have been discussing this with somebody, but I was like, yo, like right now, how do you want to deal with the homeless? Right. I've advocated for them, but then there's so much there's just so much that happens in the middle of that like for one people that are homeless out here in Los Angeles are there are a lot of people and like when I was out there a lot of it did look like a play I'm just gonna be honest it was just it was just too coincidental it's like wait what the hell why is this person in the middle of the street like screaming do you understand like what the hell and then like then these people will come around you and start like hovering around you and screaming you know so where I'm going to is that homeless people in Los Angeles there's a good portion of them that are really fucking crazy so then it leads, okay, well, to mental health. How are we going to deal with that per mental health? Let's get them into facilities that actually address the mental health. But then when people get in there, you know, there's a whole lifestyle that they're trying, they have to let go of and they don't want to let go of it. What I've learned is that there are a lot more sabotagers in the, in the mix of that as well. You think police aren't out there in the middle of that acting as those, those very people that are screaming to the sky? May not, uh, it may not be that drastic like that, but I think there's more... There's more to meet the eye, and it may not even be police. It could just be lobbyists that are actually benefiting in some way, shape, or form from from homeless being on the streets. That's another thing, you know what I mean? That I that I like. There's always some type of sociopathic method behind something that needs to be addressed but isn't being addressed, like homelessness. There's always something behind it. Now, I will say this: for me being in Los Angeles. When I first came out here in 2018 to where I'm at now, it's changed drastically. And the reason why it's changed drastically is because the authority in Los Angeles has changed. And they're, they're fucking kicking ass, man. They really absolutely are. I'm involved in 
Um, I've been involved in the conversations. I'm politically engaged. I'm paying attention to it. Um, they're they're just doing good. And just yesterday, the other day, I was I was downtown, and you know, for me, it's 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 different to see downtown two years later, roughly. Well, no, yeah, two years later. You know, um, after going through as much therapy and counseling that I that I have, that I've needed to actually recover. You know, from being unlawfully incarcerated, erroneously profiled, and then dealing with the system still trying to target me and then trying to suppress my voice you know it's taken a lot you know a lot of patience with myself just a lot of patience in general you know and uh but last night i was downtown and it was just really cool for me to be down there in this mental mindset you know and the and what was it, a few days ago you know i was looking for places to rent and i was in a sky rise you know and i was in a sky rise and i was, I was just remember being like damn man i have come a long way you know, and, and that's what I was thinking. That's those are the thoughts that were coming back to me. You know, it's just like, look at how far I've come. Look at how far, and it's not that nobody didn't think I, I could. It's like the person that I'm dealing with now are people that know I can. They know that I can. I can rise through the ranks and change the world. Like they know I can. You know, and they know that I can change the way that the the social structures. And granted, obviously, it wouldn't just be you alone or me alone. It wouldn't be like that. But they definitely know that I, I would be able to make. I would be a good piece to the piece to the changes. I'd be I'd be a very impactful player going in that direction. So um yeah, so like with me, man, you know, I've dealt with a lot and I filed, you know, I, I filed complaints and all of this stuff just to make it very aware that, you know, that it's it's very obvious. Like for me, I think right now it's more of a there's just more secret stuff that's happening to like you know with conjuring what's happening because with the authority and stuff like that like i like i said like los angeles is in really good hands and i mean los angeles is really in really good hands i think with me stuff i deal with now is on the same level it's just more it's more people that see me as competition um it'd be people that you know that are still trying to keep this that systemic system uh empowered empowered you know and how do you keep that systemic um, system empowered is that you still keep the principles going and and that's the division of, of color that segregation that that's it you know and there's a lot of people that have actually spoke up about that I mean, it's called the race card you know people use the race card like with me and talib quali like he pulled a race card on me and oh and that was an interesting one too so like talib quali he pulled it on me first time when i came out of prison Right, and he did it on Twitter, and when he did it on Twitter, I actually seen the guy, because uh, I don't know what to call this individual now, but like, he actually, I was invited to a show of his, and I ended up going to that show of his, and it was after I made a song, and um, I went to his show, and then he seen me, you know, Salih Kali seen me, and I seen him, and all my pictures were on the Twitter, so he knew what I looked like. And the dude just like, you know, he really just stared, kind of tucked his tail and just ducked and like just left and just went and did this thing like, oh, I'm Talib Kweli. I can just, you know, that type of thing. Granted, I don't, I don't, I didn't really care. I was just like, oh, this guy isn't about that. And what I mean by he ain't about that is because the words he was saying to me on Twitter was like some really fighting words. And I was like, hey, bro, like you need to watch your mouth, man. You know what I mean? It's like, you really do need to watch your mouth. Like, I'm I'm not like one of these people out here, bro. Like, you're going to, you're gonna, like... Don't just don't be disrespecting me, especially when like I'm not disrespecting you, you know. And this is Talib Kweli being like, "Oh, okay, well, let's just, 
you know, at first he had his, his street team attack me. And, like, and like they started hitting me up on Twitter. They started, oh, you think you're this? And it was just, like, a whole onslaught, like, orchestrated onslaught. Like, they're just waiting for me, you know? And at this time, you know, uh, before I went to the show, I sent it over. I sent all these, you know, these Twitter things over to, you know, the person that I'm talking about that invited me to the show. And while we were there, you know what I mean? Like, that's why I was just like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? I was like, well, cool, well, squash. And I thought nothing of it. You know, because it's not, I have, when you're, you look at the gravity of the stuff that I'm dealing with, a fucking B-list rapper isn't going to fucking bother me. You know what I mean? An A-list rapper is not going to fucking bother me, especially with the shit that I'm dealing with. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, you're, you're talking about being the coolest person in the world, and I'm literally fucking changing it. So, like, your shit is it's just, it's not going to bother me. So, like, so I had, you know, I had that experience, and then just recently... You know what I mean? Sure enough, he, he pulled the same exact same exact thing, but just denied it all over again. You know, where he started using the race card. You know, like, oh, this guy's a racist. Calling me a racist. Right now, there's only two ways that there's only two things this can really go off of. One of the things that this can go off is the fact that he's an informant, which would make sense because a lot of people are very aware that the music industry are full of fucking informants. It's almost like you have to be an informant to rise through the ranks. Um people are extremely aware of that that's just what it is um and so it would either be he's he's that part the guy's really deranged he made a mistake um yeah so it could be one of those you know it's just a miss it was a lack of judgment and he made that and he started calling that but i don't think so do you know what i mean like i don't i don't think so like with as much as, because I've recorded with multi-platinum producers. My story has went to California Supreme Court. People are aware. I had an A&R at a major record label before I went into this. So there's not, you know what I mean? There, I, no, I think there's more orchestration happening to that than than, than what's really being put out there. In my life and, and what's happening with me, I, again, it's the same thing. I have such important things that I'm dealing with that it just doesn't matter. You really do. Because it, it makes you, it breaks, you have to learn how to break it down like this. What does that person do for you? I already seen it already. I already seen that this person isn't about that life. You know what I mean? And and to be absolutely frank, like what I mean by that, about that life, meaning like people like press that and they want to go that way. It's like, yo, you don't want to, if you're about to, then cool, bro. Do you know what I mean? If you want to, you want to go there, bro, let's go. That's, I'm fine with that. You know what I mean? Like, let's go. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm fine with that. You know, but it's like, but if they're already not about that, you see that it's just, you know, maybe there's some fluff to it. Or not, maybe there is fluff to it. You know what I mean? Like, then you start to, like, process what other things, you know, like, who was it? There was, I can't remember what rapper. I think it's Chameleonaire. Chameleonaire was talking about a time where 50 Cent. <clears throat> and 50 Cent. And, and I'll say this. I, I With Tali Kweli, I, 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 now I think that guy's a chump. That's just, that's like some, that's some chump shit, bro. You know, like, but I'll, I'm going to say this, though. I'll say this, like. So Chameleonaire, the way that Chameleonaire was, was that, um, oh, like he said that 50 Cent said something to him while his career was going up, you know, and, and then he was talking shit to him. And at first he was just like, wait, what the fuck? Why did 50 Cent say this shit to me? You know, it's like, I never talked to 50 Cent like that. Why are he coming at me sideways like that? You know, and it took, it took Chameleonaire to actually run into 50 Cent. And when he ran into 50 Cent, 50 Cent pulled him aside. He's like, hey, come here. He said, come here real quick, man. So they went into the, like, a, what is it? He just pulled him in, like, a back room, kind of, and they started chopping it up. And 50 Cent sold him. 50 Cent was just pretty much like, yo, you know what? Like, that was an alley-oop, bro. 
you know, and he was just like, in, in, in that sense, that's, that's kind of, that's cool. You know what I mean? But he was just like, that's an alley-oop, man. Like, what's going to get you through this? What's going to what's gonna get you through all of the, the bullshit politics and shit is shit like that. And if you would have responded, that would have put your fucking career on a whole nother stratosphere. You know, and, and I think that also with that, with, ta- with the whole Tali quality thing, I think of things like that. Do you know what I mean? Granted, these are all educated guesses or not, you know, this is just what I've been able to analyze. When I'm saying that I think that he's a chump because I'm I'm saying that based off of him really believing these things of what he's saying and really having an agenda of being an informant um, that is trying to tear down my legacy, um, that's trying to tear down what I've done in my life and what I'm continuously doing in other people's lives and the, the, pretend, the propensity that I can see what I can do for the world. Like, I, yeah, if that's the reason why that's happening rather than something else, then yeah, I do think you're a chump. I think anybody's a chump that like tries to hold somebody back from doing good for the communities. I just I the fuck man life is life is rough enough. Why would you be like specifically going after somebody who is doing good for the communities when you know it's that fucking like life is really that difficult. Now like being involved in the things that I am I'm now I I do understand that. The reason why that happens is cuz people want those difficulties and not the same way as a person with a personality disorder. It it still would be there but like it's not just for people who have a personality disorder that's identified with the abuse it's more so like people want the 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 difficulties because they actually have a business based off of it so that's kind of you know what i've what i've been experiencing with the obstacles i've been facing has been that right there so as far as like Tali Kwali, I think, you know, I think with the, as far as the music industry goes, I think that beefing is in, I mean, you know, part of the culture. Do you know what I mean? So it's like with me, I've always been the type of individual. And I do mean this since like I started rapping. It's like, I always wanted to be somebody different. I didn't want to, you know what I mean? I was like, I'm not going to feed that monster. I don't want to feed it. That doesn't, that doesn't mean that I can't come back and like clap back because I can't. At this specific time, the reason why I didn't clap back is because of the job that I had. Um, you know, but, you know, so I mean, with that thing, I'll deal with that accordingly. Everything else is to deal with it accordingly. I think the political science of illusion, though, really comes to a whole plethora of tactics, you know, of, of people tearing out one another, you know, of, of people trying to pull down the minorities. You know, and and just create this illusion. You know, so man, besides that, my name's Douglas Jessup. Uh my next podcast, I'm not scripting any of this, I'm kinda just going with it. Um Yeah, my name is Douglas Jessup. Uh stay blessed.